Yeah, that's right, Andrew, and that's based on um, the density quotient of uh, one person per four metres squared rule. Um, our largest indoor room is 300 metres squared, so we're only permitted to have 75 uh, patrons in that room. So uh, we considered uh, owners with runners engaged on the day as the most appropriate stakeholder to, uh, to utilise that facility. Um, some of our other customer service uh, rooms that are normally used by members and sponsors and patrons, um, we need to utilise those areas as overflow for our jockeys. Uh, again, based on the one person per four metre squared rule, um, our current jockeys' rooms and the number of jockeys that we've got engaged for the meeting um, means that we have to uh, have some overflow spaces outside of their rooms. So, yeah, it's um, all clubs are different and depending on their spaces and what they can permit in each room. So, uh, yeah, we've taken a more cautious approach um, given the late notice of the change and we'll just focus on owners for Sunday. So, for example, with suddenly Melbournians able to travel in the next few days across the state, there's no doubt some will say, let's hop in the car and just drive somewhere. It's been quite a few weeks since we could do so. Some will say, well, if I go to Ballarat and book ahead, I can go to Ballarat races up to 1,000. If I go to Bendigo, I can only go if I'm, I'm, I'm an owner. Is that to do, I don't want to compare the two clubs too closely, but is that more to do with function rooms and what they have at Ballarat compared to yourself? Yeah, that's right. It goes back, goes back to what uh, size the jockey's rooms are, what size of their customer service facility rooms are, um, and I can't comment on, on the sizes of, of Ballarat. I can only comment on, on Bendigo's. And this is quite a restrictive rule, the one person per four metres squared um, that we must adhere to. If we don't, we get fined significantly. And after uh, a year of not having crowds on course, we can't afford to do that. So... Um, yeah, each club's different, and Racing Victoria and Country Racing Victoria have been really great in working with each of the clubs and, and uh, our understanding that um, you know, in, in the country space, of course, we can't uh, just get staff and, and fill fridges and things just in the click of a finger. So we've been preparing for this race day based on the 75 owners, which was the previous uh, restrictions um, that were in place at the start of the week. So that's what we've been planning on, and then Thursday's announcement come on by, but uh, as I said, because of our jockeys' rooms, the size that they are, um, our CJ Watson bar will have jockeys in it on on Sunday, and we're just mindful that if we can't offload the race day experience to the level that our members and our sponsors and our customers uh, have been uh, used to over the years, then we don't want to offer anything that's um, anything sub subpar to that. So, uh, yeah, we'll concentrate on owners for Sunday, and, and hopefully for our following meeting is in July, that uh, either the restrictions have changed or we don't have nine races and as many jockeys that we have engaged on Sunday in place. So it's, it's, it's a race-by-race day. Um, it's a changing environment every race day at the moment. Although when I was up there recently chatting to you on site, you showed me your grand plans down the track for the renovations, including your chief executive office. That would easily accommodate hundreds uh, on the per square metre down the track. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I like to uh, like to say no, we're we're happy with our admin office here, Andrew. But no, that's uh, terrific. we do have some plans to expand uh, some other customer service facilities, which which may change. But it's just a you know it's a day to day changing environment, and all clubs are trying to act uh, with their patrons and stakeholders in mind. And um, yeah, it's there's no right or wrong at the moment. It's we're all just trying to do the best that we can. We're chatting to Aaron Herps, a, a very good. 
Morning to our listeners in Bendigo on 9.45am, our relay in Bendigo. Uh, we're owners only for this meeting. So for the next few meetings, they are pretty much run-of-the-mill turnover to a point. You've got weekday meetings, Thursday the 1st, Thursday the 15th. One of the bigger ones you got coming up is the 8th of August. Now, it's still a time away, and we both agree that we're talking about 75 on track and Ballarat 1,000. Uh, at the drop of a hat, things could turn around quickly, and suddenly it could be no one on track. We certainly understand there's the other way it could go, but do you have to start applying or planning for Elmore to be a bigger cap? Uh, what will you do there? That's the next uh, feature meeting for you that you put a lot of work in at Bendigo. Yeah, we believe that, um, again, it'll come back to the density quotient. So before the uh, the latest restrictions meant that we had to transfer that meeting to Sunday, the 8th of August, we had over, oh, we had about 200 um, patrons booked in for our uh, our feature silks dining room. So at the moment, we, we can only have 75 in there. So, um, but uh, generally speaking, the overall attendance on that day would be under the 1,000 um, threshold. So um, that's that's permittable uh, without having to make any uh, specific Tier 2 or Tier 1 uh, applications to the state government. So we'd be right to roll because we'll fit under the 1,000 patron limit there, but it's just more around what we can offer in the indoor dining space that's a, a bit of a concern at the moment. But hopefully the four-metre rule is gone by then and, and it's down to a um, well full capacity or a worst-case scenario two-metre squared rule which should allow us to have 150 in that room so yeah there's still a bit to play out before then but um yeah we're fingers crossed that we're back to a bit more normality by august any other news at bendigo on or off the track to tell our listeners in melbourne and those listening on our relay in that part of the state yeah on a more positive note we have applied successfully for two uh, for a tier two application for our beach party race day on caulfield cup day and again apm bendigo cup day on uh Late, uh, late in October on Wednesday, uh, the 27th of October. So um, they've both been approved by the state government, obviously subject to change like everything else at the moment. But um, our packages are online at country.racing.com forward slash Bendigo and encourage everyone to jump on there and, and have a look at our uh, hospitality packages and uh, support the club and jump in and, um, yeah, book some, uh, book some hospitality for our feature spring race days. And as the Bendigo Race Club manager, I, I won't even ask if you've been to that Japanese restaurant yet that I went to when I was there. And my gut feeling says you've probably been too busy, but when Melbournians are travelling now in the next few days to Bendigo for a visit, have you seen the Mary uh, Quant exhibition yet? Still haven't got there, Andrew. It's on my hit list. I've only heard good things, um, but I haven't been up the View Street in the last little bit with lockdown and homeschooling and, and trying to organise some spring racing carnivals. But... Um, I have got out to uh, some of um, Bendigo's uh, nicer restaurants over the past few weeks, and um, yeah, um, it, it's fantastic in Bendigo. So anyone from metropolitan Melbourne looking to escape the uh, the rat race and come to Bendigo, we've got plenty of great dining options, and um, and might as well make a weekend of it and stay at one of our great accommodation um, uh, resorts and and locations as well. So plenty to see and do in Bendigo as always, Andrew. Great. Good to catch up with you. We'll keep in touch. Good luck with your meeting and uh, thanks for taking the call, Aaron. Thanks for your support.